Hi, everybody, and welcome to another Spotlight episode of The Best Little Horror House in Philly. It's the episode that was promised as Alana Johnston makes her triumphant return from the Cape Fear episode to talk about today's movie. Welcome back, Alana. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me back. I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited with the follow-through. It's always fun to say something on a podcast, a bit of an empty thread, and then have somebody fall through, and you're like, oh, yeah, I said that, and then you got to go along with the bit. You don't have a choice. (laughs) You have to do it. (laughs) uh, My whole career is predicated on calling people's bluffs. (laughs) And listen, I talk a talk, you better believe. So it's like, yeah, man, especially one of my goals uh, uh, post-pandemic or like coming out of things and being vaccinated was to not say no to things as much. Because I was like, you know, you really got to like seize life. You got to take control. And this was it. You came at the right time. And I thought I would love to come back on here and have a chat (laughs) with you about movies. Why not? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, and today's spotlight is our first one that's not on a horror movie, or is it a horror movie, depending <laughs> on how you look at it, uh, although it is most traditionally considered a classic teen comedy from 2003, Freaky Friday. Uh, I was 10 when this movie came out, and I definitely made my dad take me to see it in theaters. Uh I believe I saw it in theaters, too, and let me just tell you, rewatching this movie... I mean, what a roller coaster of joy. <laughs> it yeah. was, I, I loved it, as, if not more than the first time I saw it, because I feel like this time around I was really able to appreciate the acting more. Yeah. Uh, really seeing, especially like as I've grown in my career, I'm like, oh man, these gals are pulling off some huge roles right now. Huge roles. It's, it's really incredible, and it was so funny. And in a lot of comedies, you know, the humor doesn't always age well. Mm-hmm. And I thought that this really kept things tight. It was Could have been made today. Disney movie could have been made today, literally word for word on that script. Absolutely no problem. Honestly, even a lot of the way of the clothing in the movie, the wardrobe and everything, I was like, a lot of this holds up. <laughs> yeah. A lot of this really translates. Yeah, especially because she's like in a scene. So it's like, you know, you're matching kind of the style of that group. Uh, exactly. It, def- it definitely looks still uh, very similar. So um, people might not know that this is actually based on a book, also titled Freaky Friday, written by Mary Rogers in 1972. And it's also been adapted for the screen several times. Uh, there was a 1976 version with Jodie Foster, a 1995 Disney Channel TV movie with Shelley Long from Cheers. Um, then this in 2003. Another Disney Channel adaptation in 2018, this time as a musical. And then, not really a straight adaptation, but certainly homage to with 2020's Freaky, starring Vince Vaughn in what is essentially the mother role, but is now a masked killer. Um, Pretty fun movie. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I I didn't see that movie. I saw that preview, though. And I was like, when is my turn? When do I get to have my (laughs) switch? Everybody else seems to be doing it but me. Here I am stuck in my body like an idiot for the duration of my life. I don't even get one day off. Vince Vaughn gets to do this? Come on. That's what I'm saying. That's why this movie's a horror, because it's horrifying that it's not happening to me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why this is the greatest horror movie ever made. Absolutely. Um, yeah, freaky. It's fun. It's not my, not my favorite, but solid. I actually watched that with my dad as well. So keeping the trend going. <laughs> oh my god! Here we go. I love it. Yeah. Um, 
This version, however, is adapted by Heather Hatch and Leslie Dixon and uh, features Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis as a body-switching mother and daughter. This is the second in Lindsay Lohan's meteoric st- rise to movie stardom, uh, sandwiched in between The Parent Trap and Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen with Mean Girls to follow shortly behind in 2004. So she was really like the it Disney girl at the time. Wait, listen, you better believe I was there on opening night for all those movies you just listed. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. When Lindsay Lohan hit the scene, I thought, see you soon. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I can, this is a challenge I can rise to. This I can do. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I was such a big fan. I can't say I haven't um, been watching her recently and whatever she's been doing, but um, man, she, when she hit, she hit so hard. It was like, you're right. She was totally the it girl, but like really had the chops to back up her good looks because normally it could be one or the other right with these teen stars you're like I don't know what they're trying to do but you were like (laughs) oh this chick is like so cute so everything and also like really good in these teenage roles like really good it's it's incredible even for her to start with the the parent trap and have to be pulling off two roles in her friggin debut like that I know it's really impressive that movie's so impressive it's like when you really think about it and I'm like oh my god like I don't even know if I could do that now and my only (laughs) dream is to be my own twin (laughs) (laughs) this is all I've ever wanted in my life Uh, As far as Jamie Lee Curtis, this was in between Halloween Resurrection and Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, (laughs) Weird time for Jamie. (laughs) Very weird time. Wow. Sandwiched in, huh? There you go. (laughs) Um, She actually got the role last second, though. The initial plan from the producers was to have stunt cast Jodie Foster as the mom, which, uh, you know, definitely an interesting choice. She declined that, though. Uh, I don't know. I, I, don't... I see why she declined that, and I'm really glad that Jamie Lee Curtis took it because if I had to put, and I'm a Jodie Foster fan as well, but if I had to put them side by side, I would say Jamie Lee's the more expressive one. And to me, if you're playing the teenage girl that's real angsty and all this kind of stuff, um, you really kind of got to be a little over the top. Yeah. Not that Jody doesn't have it. Listen, she's had a couple outrageous roles, but Jamie Lee Curtis is like, I mean, her face is like Jim Carrey's. Like, she, <laughs> she can really express. You know That's what right. I mean? That's right. <laughs> um, and then also, I will say, interestingly, Annette Benning was cast, and then four days before filming, dropped out for undisclosed reasons. And there, no one talked. What is the drama of this movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But they, it's just very hush-hush. No one has any. There's not even any rumors out there about what was going on. She's but just that's like, I'm not wild. doing like, it. This is a major movie. Like, that's yeah. wild drama with no, well, with no follow-up. honestly we gotta get the we gotta crack the case of this drama i'm making a statement right now if somebody has an anonymous tip about this drama i will come back on and do another episode (laughs) of this show (laughs) to discuss and break down the drama okay so that's i'm putting that out there to you and to your listeners if anyone can give us an anonymous tip to follow i will come back Wow, it's going to be like a, a spinoff where we're going to be doing our own true crime <laughs> Christ, our true crime podcast. Yeah, I'll come back as the co-host of our new true crime podcast. <laughs> yeah, count me in. All right, all right. Um, but so in steps Jamie Lee Curtis, and like we said, two incredible results because she does really knock this out of the park. As you say, extremely expressive, um, very communicative through body language, which is so important to... Mm-hmm. Distinguish between the before and the after switch. I agree. 
because it's also like I, I when I was watching the movie I, I really noticed this especially when she was in her backless dress uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was um, at the engagement dinner um, she even inherited the Lindsay Lohan slouch that she kind of does it was yeah. so interesting because when you go to the wedding it's like she is standing differently it's it's like a, only a slight difference but I was like she really did head to toe embody this role that's right yeah, yeah she, she man does a great job. oh I loved it I loved it two uh two great actors at the height of their power coming yes. at these great roles um directed by Mark Waters who is known for directing several successful kids movies uh, including uh, and kids is you know, a, a, a scale, uh, you know, Mean Girls, Spiderwick Chronicles, Mr. Popper's Penguins, uh, and then weirdly, Bad Santa 2 is his one <laughs> digression. Wow, <laughs> Bad Santa 2. Who knew he had it in him? I don't know. I don't know. It was but, too uh, many years pent up in this <laughs> kid's world, and he was like, fuck it. <laughs> Me and Billy Bob, we're going to take this down you know by what? storm. We're, if I'm going down, I'm bringing y'all with me. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. I'm going to drag you to hell. I, believe, I absolutely believe that. <laughs> um, but, you know, this was another success for him. Made $161 million on a $26 million budget. Wow. Long live the mid-budget comedy. Long live. And, and hey, I'm available. <laughs> any, any of you guys out there making mid-budgies, count me in. <laughs> <laughs> the, the public wants it. The public the wants pu- it. The public wants me to get paid an okay amount. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the reception was positive with people enjoying both Lohan and Curtis's performance. This was just an all around successful movie. Everyone was just like, yeah, this is great. A feel good movie too. Hell yeah. Um, without being too cheesy because it's like you know there's dating and like kissing and all kinds of stuff but then there's (laughs) there's like also fun kid hijinks you know you got the little brother in there he's always getting drama going and everything but it's but then it has like a bunch of heartfelt speeches and like um a beautiful relationship blossoming i mean it it has it all i i teared up we'll get into that we'll get to that (laughs) part but yes i definitely had a a couple little tears brewing here hell yeah how do you not love that you know what i mean Impossible. 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 (laughs) You loved it. Your dad loved it. Okay, so everyone was tearing up. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. So, hey, let's get into it. Um, I love the title sequence right away. Lots of nice photos. Yeah. Photos, paintings, mothers and daughters. You get a pop punk cover of Happy Together. Really kind of sums the movie up in a nice way. Yeah, I wrote, I love the um, mother-daughter artwork. And then I said, rock and roll remix? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> super. It was just because it like, and obviously I forgot details like that. I, I, you know, it's been so long since I'd seen the movie. Um, but it was like, the fact that it starts off on that note, literally, you're like, <laughs> oh, everything made sense. Because the second you see Lindsay Lohan, um, even just in bed, you're like, oh, I know exactly what this is. Uptight lady. <laughs> wild child you're like yeah i know exactly what this is it was awesome what a what a way to like really set people up for what's coming and then 100 percent deliver absolutely uh and as you say we're introduced to jamie lee curtis as tess and her kids Lindsay lohan and uh as anna and a younger brother named harry and the dyna- the dynamic between tess and anna is strained not only because of the classic i'm a rebellious teenager and you're my <laughs> stuffy parent kind of thing um but additionally Anna's dad died three years ago, 
and Tess is about to marry her new fiance, Ryan, played by Mark Harmon, which Anna is not happy about. This is also the year NCIS started, so big year for Mark. Oh, wow. Huge <laughs> year for Mark. An, honestly, an unforgettable year for Mark. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, like, he looks back at 2003 very fondly. Yeah, right? Yeah, and because of the movie. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, he's like, you know what was really worth my time? And it was. And let me tell you this. Handsome guy. Let me tell you. It's yeah. like, I was like, this is my ideal second husband. My husband's <laughs> great. I love him and everything. But like, if I'm lining up the next one, I'm like, yeah, this guy. Absolutely. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt to Doesn't keep him in the hurt. back pocket. <laughs> I just want a little bit of Mark in my pocket. Is that too much to ask? Am I That's being right. rude? <laughs> Yeah, he and he's looking back. He's like, that was my last great performance. <laughs> <laughs> According to this horror podcast, yes. <laughs> um, but Anna is also having a tough time with school. She has a crush on a boy named Jake who doesn't know she exists. Her former best friend, Stacy, is now her mortal enemy, which we never really find out what's, Ever. what happened there. We never find out. We don't even get a whisper. Nope. That's um, the true crime. Yeah. <laughs> is, That's where is what happened. <laughs> there's like 20 minutes of deleted scenes somewhere that just explores the dynamic between those two. <laughs> yeah. It has them going for like a weird walk after the test. And everyone's like, you know, this doesn't really make sense. She just got her kicked out. <laughs> this scene. <laughs> um, and then uh, the, the other, my favorite of the subplots for the school stuff is her English teacher, Mr. Bates, Played by the always wonderful Stephen Tobolowski. Yeah. Giving her an F on every paper. Oh my God. With a personal vendetta, if I've ever seen one. And yeah. I just love that too because it made, like, he picks on Lindsay Lohan's character on Anna and everything. Um, and the reason that comes out in the end as to why was <laughs> priceless. <laughs> You're like, what is this? It was like, you know what happened? It's like they wrote the movie. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we forgot about that part. And then just quickly, oh, wait, what did we say? And then just like shoveled something in and they were like, that ought to do the trick. And here's the thing. It did. Totally worked. Totally, totally worked. worked. <laughs> and it's resolved so quickly, too. They're so just like, swift. So oh, swift. man, it's great. It's really fun. Uh, and Tobolowski is always uh, a delight to see on the screen. Yes, always. Um, that night, uh, oh, uh, no, she meets Jake on her way out of detention, and sh he seems intrigued by her and her band Pink Slip, and he starts to invite her to see a band, but leaves when she gets pulled away by Mr. Bates, who is yelling at her about uh, her performance in class. Yeah, and just to quickly touch on this, it's in my notes, um, I just want to point out, it was quite unnecessary for him to leave. Basically, what had happened was he offered her a ride. Um, she declined, but then he started to talk to her about a future hangout. She got interrupted by the teacher, and for some reason, he <laughs> took that as if, oh, here's another man coming after her, and she's paying attention to him and not me. I, that's how it played out to me. I was like, this is what you would do if, oh, the head of the football team comes, and you go talk to him. I'm like, yeah, of course you leave. Right. But yeah. it's like, this is a teacher. She's getting yelled at. It's so embarrassing. And he kind of shook his head like, man, I can't believe she slighted me like this. And then leaves. <laughs> it's 
like it's so rude. I couldn't it's believe really it. It's really rude. Classic it's so bad boy weird. behavior. Classic bad boy behavior. And listen, is this guy hot? Absolutely. I never did get his age, so maybe I shouldn't be saying that. I don't know. To me, he was at least twenty five. I think <laughs> but, he's he's like an employee at the school. So I thought he was eighteen because I was like, maybe he eighteen or nineteen. Like he graduated and then. Yeah works this job at a school because he also has a second job at a coffee shop. Right. Um, because if he's older than 21, we've got a huge problem here. Yes, so, certainly so. <laughs> let me say he's 19 and just right for me. <laughs> <laughs> sure, so, I'm on board. I'm back Co-sign. in the game. I'm back in the game. <laughs> um, and yeah, so he, he bails on her, rides away on his motorcycle. Very cool, but very rude. Very rude. Um, that night, during dinner at Pei's Chinese restaurant, after already butting heads with her mother several times, Anna reveals that Pink Slip scheduled an audition uh, to the Wango Tango show <laughs> at the House of Blues um, at the same time as the rehearsal dinner for the wedding, which Tess reasonably, I think, says is unacceptable, you know, at least until she hears more about it. Um, I can understand at least the reaction of like, no, you can't skip the rehearsal dinner the yeah. night before you're the maid of honor. Uh, you I know, mean, it's, I'm looking at it a little more simplistic than you are. Don't turn down a free dinner. <laughs> Somebody wants to give you a free fancy dinner and you're going to turn it down to go to a sticky bar. Take the <laughs> dinner. Oh my God. Take the dinner. Yeah. It's also a, a chain. Like it's, it's like a house of blues. Like, it's yeah, like a, I, it's a it's a mistake by Lindsay Lohan, but hey, she's young still. So she's young, guys. Let her breathe. <laughs> um, and so they they start arguing. Pepe's mother interrupts with fortune cookies for them uh, when they read the fortunes. Which, by the way, the longest fortune ever committed to cookie. <laughs> it was like like those cookies must have been novelty jumbo size <laughs> or something because it it was a full chapter. It was so. Long and like I didn't even stanzas. It, it was just so long. Like when it showed the paper, it had to just be like so zoomed out and oh my god, impossible <laughs> to read. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And here's what they say: They say a journey soon begins, its prize reflected in another's eyes. When what you see is what you lack, then selfless love will change you back. Insanely long, but it starts off a huge earthquake that shakes them. Ooh, very scary. Yes. Um, and <laughs> classic, we find classic out, horror stuff. We find out shakes only them. That's bum, bum, the bum. horror. There you yeah. go. That's <laughs> scary. When you think you have felt, I'm going to say maybe like, oh my God, uh, at least a 4.5 earthquake, something. When you, It's up there. When you feel you have felt this and no one else has, that's horrifying. You'd be, you'd be so scared. You'd be like, I've literally gone mad. Something has gone horribly <laughs> wrong. I've gone mad. Um, but yeah, that I just I wrote a note here saying um, I would absolutely accept a mysterious cookie opened on a plate <laughs> from that woman because um, I thought how nice of her to come um, up to us in the middle of a fight and be like, you know, it'll solve it. Some delicious sugar. And I'd be like, right. yeah, this lady break the right. tension. <laughs> This lady I've never met is so cool. I'm going to have that cookie. (laughs) Yeah, so I can see how they got into that mess. That's right. Um, I will also say that this is the biggest change uh, from the book to the movie is this addition of an outside influence. Because in the book, Tess is the one who makes the change. 
Uh, although how it how she manages it is undisclosed if my memory of the book holds up. I did not reread it. Um, but this is a thousand times more terrifying to me that at any moment, some stranger could just decide they know what's best for you and bam, swap your body with someone else. Oh my God. It's like, it's insane. And it's also <laughs> like, it's so funny because when it comes back around, um, when they go back the next day to like find out what happened at the restaurant and then the daughter of the old lady was like, mom, what did you do? And she was like, you should have seen them going at it. <laughs> I'm like, I, I watched you witness that fight for under a minute. <laughs> I watched you. And then you went to the kitchen and got the cookies. I watched the whole thing happen. I noticed the fight when you noticed the fight. And I know it was not that long. I know for a fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then she made that swift and I'm going to say consequential decision. Yeah. It's unilateral. Her daughter is actively like, mom, please don't do this. Begged her mom, begged her (laughs) for the sake of the restaurant, please. (laughs) We're going to lose business. If we keep this up, these (laughs) everyone's going to hear about it. It'll be the whisper network. Did you hear that? If you go to pay pays, they'll switch your body. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the only gossip that we're getting out of this movie. Lord (laughs) knows we can't crack any other case. Annette, (laughs) <laughs> but yeah that part was awesome very or, you know have the earthquake but then sit down and be like that's weird and then that's kind of the end of it yeah they just go on <laughs> with their evening everyone's like okay i guess yeah um but the next morning oh boy what a scene well here's the you thing get- not even the next morning during the clip of them at night, you see them transition. You see the That's exact right. moment. And yeah. they switch their sleep position. So Jamie flops onto her. The mom flops onto her stomach sprawled out. And then Lindsay Lohan is sprawled out. And then very neatly um, rolls onto her back and crosses her arm. Kind of <laughs> like a mummy. And I, the reason why that stood out to me is because that's how I sleep. And it was really funny to see her um, be like, oh, that's the way uptight old lady mom sleeps. And I was like, wow, okay. (laughs) And and that's why I noticed it. Yeah, I even made a note of it. That's why I noticed it. (laughs) I I said very offensive. Yeah. Wow. You know, this is the kind of movie. It's not afraid to take swings at people based on their sleep habits. (laughs) And that's what the main reviewers had to say. Yeah, took a couple yeah. swings. <laughs> <laughs> a controversial movie because Very of that. Very controversial movie. <laughs> um, but when they wake up, it's so fun. Ah, that's not mine. Ah, I'm old. Uh, the delivery of, ooh, I'm like the crypt keeper is just Oh my just God, was so, so funny. Good. <laughs> Wasn't that so funny? It was like, oh, I was man. like, oh my God, she should be doing this all the time. The grabbing of the butt. It's so like, funny. This definitely isn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the way to tell everything is just by the butt. <laughs> okay. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis just absolutely killing it. This is such a fun, deliberate switch. Yeah. Um, it's really amazing. Yeah, because this is the most unhinged they are because as the day continues, they have to keep like, and they interact with the people of each other's lives. They have to keep um, reeling it in and collecting themselves. So this is the unhinged scene when they're like in the discovery. And this is the scene that they're most like um, themselves. And then the rest of the movie is trying to get into the body of the other person. So that's why I love this scene so much. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, after this, they kind of have to get their shit together, but this is where they're going like, 
<laughs> like freaking out. Yeah, when she tries to like pull her out of the bed and Jamie Lee Curtis is hanging on to the Oh my god, the when bars. they run into each other yes. to try the switcheroo, oh, that's hilarious. Can't believe that didn't work. So funny. <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, in retrospect, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I love that. Who doesn't want yeah. to charge at Jamie Lee Curtis? We've all been nobody. there. Nobody. Let nobody say that they don't yeah. want to do that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, so they decide they're just going to have to be each other for the day, see what happens. Um, Anna starts her day off by giving her mother a makeover, which you got to have a makeover montage in a movie like this. It's the law. In all movies. <laughs> in all movies. Yeah. I think because hey. you could put it in a horror movie because, you know, either someone kills you in the change room or it's like the makeover is horrifying. Yeah. You see how it still plays? Yeah, absolutely. I'm on <laughs> yes, board. Yes, I do. <laughs> and I can tell you are. You're like, yes, I do agree with this. <laughs> no, hey, I, I love a good makeover montage. Very similar to a, like, getting ready to get out into battle montage. Like, a, a you know, something that does play a, a lot in horror movies. Like, Evil Dead, you get Ash Williams, like, strapping on the shotgun and stuff. Oh, I'm saying, yeah. I was making a joke, but you're right. Yeah. That is I'm, true when they're about to battle. That's right. And so I'm saying you get Ash Williams to also like maybe change his shirt a few times, put on a jaunty hat or something. Yeah, definitely get the jaunty hat in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm picturing a backwards ball cap, the Ken Griffey Jr. look. He's going to bring that back in style. Um, I think that uh, Bruce Campbell has the, the chops to do that. So. And I'll be right there with him. <laughs> who, could, who could blame you? Um, who could blame me? Uh, but... Uh, so you get this makeover montage, but the responsibilities start to pile up and things start to spiral for her. Meanwhile, back at school, things are going poorly for Tess as well, including getting bullied by Stacy. She gets an F on a perfectly satisfactory answer to a pop quiz about Hamlet and pisses off Anna's friends by telling them that she can't go to the audition, which she uh, learns about in more detail here. Yeah, it's like... This part's, this is where it starts to, no, the movie doesn't suck. I mean, suck for them because this is where they have to keep catching themselves being like, I mean, my mom wouldn't want me to go. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? They're being like, I mean, it's like, then then this is where they're having to reel it in. Whereas I like when they're letting loose, but I will say it was so satisfying for the mom to immediately see how bad the teacher is. Yeah. how much of a shithead he is. That was like the best because I feel like growing up, my parents, like a lot of other parents, um, never really believed when you were like, no, this teacher is for real targeting me and like picking yeah. on me and, and hard on me. And I'm like, oh man, I would have loved that moment for my oh, mom yeah. to see it firsthand. Woo. Oh man, I I once got accused of plagiarism for citing a, a, a diction, dictionary definition and... The teacher was like, oh, man, like, I, f- I Googled this phrasing, and uh, I found someone else who used the exact same definition. And I was like, I literally cited the dictionary. Just look at the dictionary. <laughs> uh, listen, it's plagiarism. If you give someone credit for what they wrote, still plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I learned that day. If so. you read something someone wrote, that's plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> So keep um, your grubby little eyes off of it. Um, so to make a long story short, uh, yes, I agree. I very much relate that it would have been very satisfying for a parent to uh, to see exactly what kind of stuff goes on in the classroom there when you get a teacher who is maybe picking on you, even though uh, they don't believe you. 
Um, right. But uh, she corrects the Bates issue right there. She confronts him after class and recognizes him as the boy she turned down for prom in high school, um, which not just because she was like, oh, you were weird, which she does say, but yeah. she also literally had a boyfriend at the time. The, the whole thing is so crazy because it's like, first of all, wouldn't like did he, he know she had a boyfriend or not? Because he seemed like shocked when Lindsay Lohan's character says um, as the mom that it was like it had a, she had a boyfriend and he looked like what? And I was like, it's high school. Of course, <laughs> right. you know, everyone knows everything. You. Everybody knows everything. That part yeah. was so weird to me. It was weird. It was weird, but uh, that's the end of that plot line. It just and, resolved. Uh, and, and again, guys, yeah, we already we touched on the plot line. Um, <laughs> the plot line's done, uh, <laughs> so don't get too attached. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah, we. I don't think we ever see Stephen Dobolowski again. We solved the case for yeah. once. <laughs> Got it. Hey, that's perfect for them. Um, easy win. But during lunch, Anna and Tess go back to pay pays. Uh, where she reveals that the only way that they can switch back is to make the fortune come true. Unfortunately, they don't remember the fortune, so they reluctantly continue on as each other. Yeah, because who can remember a full novel? <laughs> Off by heart? No. <laughs> it's like a monologue. Yeah, like a soliloquy. <laughs> like, no. Um, Anna goes to a parent-teacher conference about her brother where uh, she initially starts off brusque and saying, like, it's good that he's getting bullied. <laughs> I yes. want this for him. She's she's team bully. She's yes. all about it. Um, but then she discovers that he recently wrote a paper about how much he admires Anna, so she decides to be a bit nicer to him. Another plot line wrapped up nice and yeah. simple. And Well, is it? Because last time I checked, the teacher said he was struggling in math, and we never addressed <laughs> that. So what had happened was uh, Anna left feeling great, but unfortunately, um, her brother is going to have severe problems in school that have gone unnoticed because it yeah. was indeed not reported to the parents. <laughs> so I feel bad for the brother in this. The long-term consequences are dire. That's what I'm saying. This movie affects us all. Freaky Fridays affect us all. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, and uh, she tries to go get the fortune. But Ryan, back at the house, has a surprise for her, thinking that she's Tess. Uh, she gets to be the guest on a talk show to promote her book. Now, obviously, she hasn't read it and isn't actually a doctor like her mom. So she panics in the seat, especially since the host is like, wow, I actually read this one for once. It's really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, can't even pronounce the title. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, who could blame her, though? Because that is a difficult title. <laughs> Yeah, so she she does the talk show and she wins the crowd. She's being hilarious. She's not really answering questions, but then she kind of explodes and then crowd serves her way out. <laughs> and the fiance is like mad. Everybody's loving her. And the fiance looks like disappointed being like, what is she doing? And I'm like, I don't know, show business. Yeah, she's absolutely it. annihilating this boring <laughs> talk show. That's what she's doing. I didn't like that, that he was disappointed in her or being like what is happening instead he should be like oh my god how cool is this i didn't know she had it in her because he yeah. even says if you remember he goes i didn't want to tell you because i knew you'd be nervous but you're going to be great and then she gets carted off onto she's the stage <laughs> yeah and she's amazing but i'm like you set this up knowing it would have given her a panic attack if she knew about it 
So then you're upset when she exudes so much confidence and joy. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Wow. I thought this was what you wanted. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Cannot wow. be trusted, handsome as he may be. Wow. This this movie is gets deeper, folks. Follow the rabbit trail. George, I went in. I went in on this. Okay. Um, but yeah, this speech is super fun. She goes on this huge rant about how being old sucks. No more cleaning. Order takeout. Leave your kids alone. Yeah. Um, oh, I loved the leave your kids. Yeah. Um, and Tess actually does see it on TV. Uh, and she is similarly mortified as Ryan. So I guess they are a good couple. But yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, while, while she's seeing it on TV, the crush and his crush is also with her and he's falling in love. She's horrified. Yeah. Horror. She's yeah. horrified. Horror movie. And he's in love. So rom-com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the big uh, one. <laughs> yeah, this is the big one. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, he was Stacy um, back at school. The reason that Tess as Anna and Jake were hanging out together is because... Um, when Tess is like, oh, I'm going to fix all of Anna's problems. I'm going to make friends with uh, Stacy again. Yeah. Uh, Stacy frames Tess for, or frames Anna for cheating, um, which she gets sent to detention. Um, she goes to sneak out to finish the test and Jake notices, but decides to help her. And yeah. so Tess is like, oh, I misjudged this bad boy. He wasn't in detention. He's just working for the school. His motorcycle is cool, actually. Yeah, huge turnaround at this moment. She, you know, the Tess realizes, obviously, she's been very judgmental and doesn't know much about her daughter. Um, and listen, Jake has some realizations, too, that he's like, this chick might be mean. Yeah. Because she changes Stacy's test answers. She sure she does. Lunch. Very vindictively. She writes, yeah. I'm stupid on them. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. It's like, I could never... The writing on it, I couldn't do. I might erase a few answers and be like, okay, whatever. So enough that she maybe gets like a D or something yeah. like that. But like to write that, I'm like, they're going to know there's foul play. There's no way she wrote that. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's no um, deniability it, anymore. Exactly. It's too traceable. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie mistake, Tess. <laughs> it's what I'm absolutely a rookie mistake <laughs> I, I watched that movie and i thought i would never i would yep. have never done that and uh, that's why you always get away with it <laughs> and that and that's why i got away with changing so many tests <laughs> with, my, um, with my hunky 85 year old boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> like you do like you do like i do um, but Tess demands a ride home from Jake, and once he saw this, he's like, you suck, actually. Um, and so he drives away to his second job there at the coffee shop, which is where he bumps into Anna as Tess buying some coffee. And they're getting along, bonding over favorite bands and the threat of punching children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good time for them both. Yeah. Um, he is disappointed when she reveals that she's getting married because he doesn't know it's Anna, obviously, but he does agree to take her home on his motorcycle. Yeah, and like, guys, it's been an hour, okay? And this guy's taking the marriage like it's an attack against him. He's like, what? Like, you've been lying to me this whole time? And it's like, dude, is it even an hour? Or was it like a 15-minute break? Like, how long yeah. are we talking here? 
<laughs> he took her order. They sat down, and she went, "Oh, by the way, I'm married." Just so you yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> and then he fell in love like instantly. Yeah, instantly because it was a continued a continued love from what he had seen on TV earlier. Exactly. Um, Anna and Tess argue about that about the day, um, but as Tess tries to get her to communicate about her emotions. Ryan storms in, demanding what to know why she was straddling another guy on a motorcycle the night before their wedding. And the answer is, why not? They're not married yet. That's Ain't no ring I'm on that finger. People need a ride. You don't know. This could have yeah. been a taxi situation. So he classic was motorcycle to, taxi. Yeah, he was jumping to conclusions big time. But here's the thing: he had every right to. The young man was in love. So he, right. was, he was right to be suspicious. Like normally you're like, this guy's being crazy. But then I'm like, yeah, but in this case he was not. That's right. That's right. Um, Tess as Anna covers for Anna as Tess and tacitly gives her approval about Jake to Anna for future dates pending switching back. Uh, although she hasn't revealed the fact that now Jake is like, oh, Anna sucks now. <laughs> and yes, then she really poisoned right. the well. Yeah, she ruined that. This is why you can't get your mom involved. That's right. That's right. You know I'm always I mean? saying this. That's, I'm always about my dating. If I'm dating someone, my mom's like, oh, I want to meet them. And I'm going, I don't need this again. I know how this works. That's it's right. not happening. They start talking about punk bands and getting along they, a little too well. She's, she's, yeah, she steals them right out from under me. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. She still never met my husband to this day. <laughs> Um, but they go to leave. Jake is outside singing to try and seduce Anna as Tess. The Britney Spears song that they bonded over at the coffee shop earlier that day, about two to three hours ago. (laughs) Um, Tess as Anna runs outside and straight up tackles him in a moment that made me cackle. I laughed so hard at this full body tackle. Yes, it was like football. Very comical. Yeah. Um, And then she tells him to leave her mom alone and find someone his own age and then lays a big smooch on him before getting in the car. I mean, how do you not? How do you not? He's right there. He's (laughs) he's begging for it. Look at him. Desperate to get with anyone in the family. My God. (laughs) (laughs) Desperate. (laughs) Of course, I was eyeballing the grandpa. Listen to all the listeners out there. You got to see this guy. He's a knockout. He's a handsome fella. (laughs) He's so handsome. Good casting. Yeah. Um, At the rehearsal dinner, Jake and Anna's bandmates crash separately. Uh, Jake to try and convince (laughs) Tess to love him. And the members... (laughs) Jake... Wait, let me just... Jake wanders in like the most... Like, let me just say this about Jake. Okay, so everybody wanders in. They all get in. And the friends of the band... Like, the band friends get caught. But Jake is in his... (laughs) Full like leather jacket, clearly not supposed to be approaching the bar right when he gets there. And it's like, it's like, how did this guy get in? No problem. But these two girls that were in like dresses, at least, it yeah. might have been a bit punky, but they were dresses. And it's like they get caught. Meanwhile, like they're over to the side. Jake's in the mix. Like he's, he's actively in the mix of people. <laughs> at least the girls there. were the girls were hiding behind the champagne tray. I don't know if you noticed they were hiding going along with the server. Yeah. So I'm like, how did they get busted? And this guy, this <laughs> rebel without a cause, just <laughs> wanders his way around this party effortlessly. 
He's glad handing. He meets the ants. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he is in this party. <laughs> He's in. He's in there. Um, but yeah, so Anna uh, tries to convince Anna, or excuse me, Pink Slip tries to convince Anna to come with them by hook or by crook. Uh, crook in this case being kidnapping her, which yes. feels aggressive. <laughs> yes. Um, but security catches them, and Anna, as Tess, explains the situation to Ryan, and he's upset. Not that they wanted to do it, but that Tess, I'm doing big air quotes here for the listener, uh, had just said that, of course, he wouldn't care. And he gives a really nice speech about putting the kids first and sends both Anna and Tess off to the audition, which finally wins Tess over on him. What a great moment for this This, character of Ryan. Yeah, let me just say... This guy's incredible, okay? Um, the patience. And the one of many beautiful speeches. Nothing but good things to say. Nothing, even when he was, like, upset about the motorcycle, he still was, like, grin and bear it and just keep going. And he's so, like, I wrote, and I feel bad about it, but I... <laughs> <laughs> why would this guy ever get involved with a woman that has these shitty kids? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that in my notes from the beginning of the movie. It was like one of my earlier notes. And then I like felt bad. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to say it. And now I'm like, no, you know what? I have to say it because it just goes to show how good of a guy that he is. That's right. That's how you know it's true love is when you're exactly. willing to deal with shitty kids. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and Tessa's Anna can't play guitar. So she's basically having a panic attack on stage, which very nicely brings back the thought that like Ryan was like, Oh, you would have a bad time if you knew about having to go up on stage and perform on the talk show. Exactly. So this kind of pays off that. Um, And so since Anna can't play Tess again, in air quotes, plays the guitar backstage while Anna pretends to play. And this is where uh, Tess as Anna realizes the talent required for her daughter's music and she promises to treat her daughter's band with more respect check on that plot line as well Bye bye <laughs> bye um, plot line another one bites the dust uh jake becomes enamored with anna uh upon seeing her perform uh, and just and- so everybody knows the performance is a piece of shit like <laughs> Like Tess, like like Jamie Lee, or sorry, the mom Tess is doing in Lindsay Lohan's body is doing a terrible job and like doing tiny little waves with her hand <laughs> curtsies at the end. Like she's literally not even trying. Meanwhile, you got you know old Anna, a la the Jamie Lee Curtis bod ripping backstage. <laughs> I mean, like shredding. Like you've never like I was like dancing, moving along. Like I was like, oh my god, this scene's amazing. Yeah, and. She barely tried. So I was like, yeah, you should support the band because you almost tarnished <laughs> it entirely. You almost ruined the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was basically the master exploder scene from Tenacious D. Um, exactly. She- I wasn't going to be the one to say it. <laughs> um, back at the rehearsal dinner, uh, Anna tells Tess to ask Ryan to postpone the wedding so that her daughter will not have to marry him in her mother's body. But instead... Tess proposes a toast, finally accepting Ryan because of how happy he makes her mom. This act of selfless love switches back Anna and Tess's bodies, and you better believe I teared up here. I I cried. I had to rinse my face. <laughs> um, 
before we recorded because I watched I watched the movie but uh, rewatched the ending of it like right before we recorded like the last like ten minutes or whatever mm-hmm. and um, just to like freshen up because I didn't have notes on it yet or whatever and I I cried and I had cried the first time I'd watched it <laughs> and I cried again and I was like oh my god it's so beautiful because in her in the speech. She talks about like how sad it was that the dad had died. And like, I was like, oh my God, like this <laughs> is heartbreaking. But then like how they're starting this new cool family and it's not like he's replacing him. And I was like, this is like, you would dream of this kind of speech. Yeah. It was so heartfelt. Off the so cuff heartfelt. too. Oh my God. I loved it. And my it's dad's great. fine. <laughs> and I lo- I was like what I wouldn't give for this moment and then I was like wait a second <laughs> like, yes, calm down <laughs> I-, I don't think you want this exact moment <laughs> that's right you just, the-, the sentiment is-, is delightful though that's um, what I'm saying yeah <laughs> um, and uh, this switches them back and so Tess and Ryan finally marry she and Anna wait 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 finally you're leaving out a-, a big detail What's it switches that? them back in an earthquake that everyone experiences this time. That's right. And the grandfather finally had the payoff of yelling earthquake so many times. <laughs> and it was his big moment. Oh, so, man. That guy, yeah. that guy, the whole time, I was like, are they trying to make him look like Martin Scorsese? Like, what's going on And, and, and Anna and Tess were the only ones that didn't shake because they're looking up while they're like spirits transfer or whatever. Of course. So it's like complete reversal, whereas the first time they were the only ones that shook. Perfect mirror image. That's how you do it, folks. Screenwriting 101. <laughs> yeah. You just take a picture of the first act and find a way to put it back into the third act, but a there little bit different. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so they have the, the marriage later. Anna and Tess make up. Anna and Jake start dating with, Jess's appro- with Tess's approval. Yeah. Uh, and at the wedding, Pepe notices her mother offering Anna's grandfather, Alan, and Harry, the the younger brother, two fortune cookies after seeing them argue. And this time, Pepe immediately rushes over and tackles them both and sighs in relief to have the cookies in her hand. And we get some more... Hey, you get great credits at both ends of the spectrum here because Anna plays us out with her band at Ryan and Tess's wedding. Great finish. Love to see it. Yeah, listen... Is this old lady just walking around with loose cookies in her pocket? Like, what the hell? It's like, and this was another thing because remember she said at the restaurant at the beginning, the owner, who's who's the daughter, had said um, if she needs a caterer for the wedding. And then when Lindsay Lohan, or not, uh, sorry, um, when Jamie Lee Curtis as Anna cancels the halibut and cancels the catering, did I miss a part where then they end up hiring that woman or are we just yeah. assuming she saved the day? Cause I thought I when missed she, something. Cause, but then when she goes back the to the restaurant. She goes back to the restaurant and uh, she's like, no, I, we have halibut coming already. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is like, uh, actually I canceled the halibut and Pepe is like, Oh shit! Here it okay. goes. Okay, okay, yeah. Because I was like, I was a little confused. I was a little confused. She does about in fact old... get hired. Okay. So uh, good Great. for you, Pepe. It all good works for out for Pepe. everyone. It <laughs> good for you, Pepe. Handing out those cookies <laughs> instead of a wedding cake. <laughs> Everybody's switching tonight. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, 
it's it's may not be the best horror movie ever made, but it certainly is a good time. And so, Alana, if you want to sort of sum up your thoughts on Freaky Friday, I think we can move to that portion of the show. I would call it freaking good Friday because <laughs> I had a blast watching this movie. I think it holds up. I think um I think in real life it would be a, a scary situation. I think I would I don't know how I'd handle it myself. I think I would be horrified. It yeah. would be a real life horror for that to happen. But it's just a feel-good movie that has a ton of laughs and really is just a testament to some good acting. I don't care if it's Disney or whatever you want to say or if you think it's a kids movie, which, like, it's not. It's definitely, like, in that teen range or whatever. But it's, like, I just... it A movie that makes me laugh and cried legitimately at the age of 37 after having watched that movie, like, a good so long ago is, I'm like, that that says a lot. It's yeah. It's something that impresses me. So I loved it. And I thought it was a great, um, a great Disney hit, a classic. Absolutely, I think yep. that this movie is great. I, it's it's family fair at its best. You know, this is the kind of thing that you can pop on and watch with your dad. You could you know, watch with your whole family. Kids will get something out of it. Teens will get something out of it, and parents will get something out of it. Hits all the quadrants, baby. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, everybody's getting something out of this movie. Yeah, and, and like you said, I laughed, I cried. What more can you possibly ask for from a movie? Um, it's it's just a whole heap of fun, carried by two great performances, yeah. by two great actors uh, who are really getting to cut loose and have a nice time. And I like seeing that. You know, it's 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 great that Jamie Lee Curtis gets to have this really fun role. Yeah. So, good for you, Jamie Lee. Our, our yes, our most avid listener, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. She's, Big shout out for Jamie Lee. Especially since this is behind the paywall, so she really is dedicated. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Well, Alana, thank you so much for coming back for uh, this this delightful episode about Freaky Friday that I called your bluff on. And uh, please tell everyone where they can listen to your comedy, uh, see your jokes on the twitter.com all yeah. that jazz um so i host my own podcast called self-esteem party uh available on sonar network or wherever you get your podcasts it's the feel-good podcast of the year where i interview my comedy friends all about self-esteem and how they're doing how they're feeling what is up and uh always some laughs in there and we've had a couple tears a time or two as well wow. and uh you call that uh, the freaky friday experience there you go right we are at self-esteem party on instagram and twitter and if if you'd like to see my comedy videos and um, things I'm up to, I'm at the only Alana Johnston on Instagram and at Alana underscore Johnston on Twitter. And um, I look forward to seeing you in the true crime podcast just as soon as we get one of these anonymous tips. <laughs> That's right. That's my only plug is if you have a tip about why Annette Benning dropped out, let us know. Uh, otherwise, just uh, check out Alana's stuff. It's really great. Uh, Alana's very funny and uh, I think it's great comedy. So support her in everything. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thanks, everyone. Bye.